You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White, and today I'm talking about understanding sleep chronotypes. Are you intrigued by the concept of chronotypes and want to know how it can help you or your clients to improve sleep performance, health, and well-being? Well, the fact is that your sleep chronotype indicates whether you're a night owl or an early bird or somewhere in between, and knowing that can help you to optimize your sleep patterns and your schedule for better focus, performance, and productivity. As someone in menopause, I am desperate to get rid of the night sweats, insomnia, brain fog, anxiety, and low mood that constantly come up for me. And I know that aligning with my sleep and other chronotypes are going to help me to reduce or eliminate those symptoms. I'm trained in assessing and understanding chronotypes. And so if you're someone that's really interested in this and a specific test that can give you quite a detailed and precise analysis of your chronotypes, and that can help you with sleep, eating, exercise, focus, work, and so on, hit me up on the contact page. But in this episode, I'll be covering what sleep chronotypes are, are you a night owl or an early bird, and how to figure that out, the benefits of knowing your sleep chronotype, how to align to it, you're going to learn that method, and that more precise method for determining your chronotype if you're interested in that. So let's start with what are sleep chronotypes? Well, we know for a start as some background that if you're feeling tired all the time, that has a massive impact on how you feel, your work performance, your mood, your motivation to exercise and your willingness to get out and socialise. And a lot of people are talking about sleep hygiene and pre-bedtime routines and all of that stuff and to work out how to sleep better, which is great, but nobody's talking about chronotypes. Chronotypes are what makes us unique. More specifically, they are the behavioural manifestations of your circadian rhythm or body clock. And they include things like when you prefer to sleep and when you're most energetic and alert. Everyone's slightly different. That natural rhythm that you have also affects the timing of other events in your body. So that includes things like hormone release, meal timing, exercise timing, and even bowel movements. We all march to the beat of our own individual clocks. And right now we're in a really interesting time. It's the dawning era of personalized healthcare. Everybody's working towards a more individual and unique and personalized way of looking at life and particularly health and well-being. There's so many emerging digital tools in this space. And as part of that, we're realizing that some of those old general rules, like you have to be in bed by nine or you need eight hours of sleep, that's just simply not true. Well, not for some people. The reality is that sleep and all of those other things are highly personal and unique. Your needs are different. And there's a lot of evidence that shows there's a strong genetic component to sleep chronotypes. Might have come out from the hunter-gatherer days when people might have needed to have someone in the tribe awake and alert and keeping watch. So there was that shift of people keeping track of threats in the environment, let's say. And that might have been the dawning of the chronotype era. Once you know what your chronotype is, certain elements of your lifestyle are going to affect your sleep and therefore the other areas of your health and they need to be considered as part of the solution. So it's great to think about sleep and adjusting that, but it's only one piece of a symphony of things that work together. So what's your chronotype? Are you a night owl or an early bird? (laughs) 
Well, there are several quizzes online that you can take to indicate your sleep chronotype, but really the experts in sleep say your personal experience is the most useful and valuable and accurate. Now, of course, it can be a bit hard to figure out what your chronotype is if you're out of whack in terms of being a shift worker or if you are constantly lacking in sleep or maybe you're going through menopause or have some sort of acute or chronic stress that's keeping you awake at night. So there's lots of layers of stuff in life that can affect you figuring out your natural sleep chronotype. A really good way to do it is to keep a diary next time you go on holidays where you don't have the work stress and the deadlines or um, stressful travel or those sorts of things. So when you're on holidays, just notice, notice when you feel naturally sleepy each night and record the time over a series of nights. Do your normal pre-bed routine while you're on holiday and let yourself fall asleep naturally at that time where you start to feel sleepy rather than trying to go to bed early or push through. Just do what your body tells you to do. And when you wake up naturally without an alarm, record the time. What you'll find is over a period of days, at least over a week, hopefully, and without those normal influences, you'll start to see some consistency in your sleep and wake times and that will reveal your natural chronotype. And although we often hear the term night owl or early bird, there are some recognized chronotypes that are out there. So some people say there are six and some people say there are four. But the, the leader of chronotyping in terms of their four categories is Dr. Michael Bruce, and he recognizes the lion, which is like the early bird who likes to wake up early and be productive in the morning. Then there's the bear that accounts for about half the population and their sleep-wake times tend to follow the sun, up with the sun and bed early. The wolf is the night owl and they are thought to make up 15% of the population. They, they're better off going to bed later. And interestingly, he's come up also with a dolphin that tends to be an insomniac type. This is just one type of classification system. You might like to take a quiz, but I'd encourage you to think about the diary to figure your chronotype out, your best going to bedtime, your best waking up time. So, so what? So what if you know your chronotype? What does that matter? <laughs> well, it has heaps of benefits. Firstly, you'll be able to better manage your daily schedule and you'll be more alert productive and focused at the right time. And that means that there's, there's less stress on your body, you'll more easily find homeostasis and you'll manage to keep your nervous system calm, which is huge. Imagine if you knew how to structure your day and what time to go to bed and wake up and all of those pieces fit together, what would happen? Well, you'd get more done, you'd get enough rest, you'd feel motivated to exercise, you'd feel energized and at peace calm and the bonus is you'd have a good night's sleep most likely and that's all the power of knowing your sleep chronotype it has a huge impact on appetite exercise and core temperature so getting your sleep right is important not just for those areas but for your ability to lose weight or maintain a healthy weight i'm sure you know what it's like if you haven't slept all night you find yourself hungry all day and just wanting to eat or wanting to eat sugary or fatty foods. So being tired can have a huge impact on your eating and therefore your mood and your exercise and your weight 
and your energy and all of those other things. There's a lot of interesting studies into chronotypes and they associate not just what your best sleep is or when you should exercise or be most productive, but they're also linked with personality traits, funnily enough. And some of the big five personality traits, which is one of the common methods of assessing personalities, are linked with some tendencies. For example, if you're an early bird or a morning person, you're more likely to be conscientious and agreeable. Whereas if you're a night owl, you're more likely to be neurotic, open, impulsive, angry, anxious, or to use substances. In terms of academic and creative pursuits, the study shows that morning people tend to do better in school and night people tend to be better at creative thinking and musicality. Night people also tend to be less physically active and they might also sleep less during the week and more on weekends. So that pattern of irregular sleep habits can lead to a higher stress response, elevated cortisol in the body, a higher resting heart rate, and all of those things are risk factors for a variety of sleep, metabolic and mental health concerns. So even if you're a night owl, it's important to have a regular bedtime and not have the deficit in the week and the catch up on the weekend because it can throw out all sorts of systems in your body that are related to that elevated stress of that poor sleep pattern. Now, these are all trends I'm talking about. They're not set in stone because you're unique and you have your own set of unique external influences that affect your sleep patterns and well-being. But having said that, if you align your daily routines with your chronotype, you'll more easily reduce those adverse outcomes, be productive, energised and calm. So how do you do that? How do you align your schedule with your sleep chronotype? I'm doing this at the moment. It's really interesting. Um, I'm going to cover some specific hacks and tips in the next episode, but these are general guidelines to start getting into the rhythm of implementing. And this makes it really easy for you to get started right away. Firstly, I suggest experimenting with going to bed at the time you think suits you best. For example, let's say you think that 10 o'clock is a good time to go to bed or 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock or whatever. So try going to bed at that time and see what difference that makes. You might have to adjust some of your evening routines to make it happen, but just notice how you feel when you go to bed at that time. And if it feels good then, and you're pretty clear that that's your good bedtime, you can work backwards and say, well, what do I need to do to be able to get into bed by that time? Maybe you need to do different things in the evening. Maybe you need a different pre-bed routine so that you can calm down and have a good night's sleep and get to bed on time. So getting the time first and then working out the routine to get into bed and sleep well. Once you've sorted those two things out, the next step would be that your wake-up time starts to naturally sort itself out and set itself up at the same time every day. And from there, you'll be able to work with your energy during the day and adjust your schedule, hopefully, to optimize your energy. So I want to talk about three categories of energy right now, just as a rough guide. If you're a morning person or an early riser, you'll probably have a lot more energy in the first half of the day. So that means you might be better to schedule your exercise, detailed thinking work, and any sort of focused action taking in the first half of the day. And you might find it better to socialize 
in the daytime or late afternoon instead of at night because by nighttime you'll be tired and maybe not have the energy for socialising. In contrast to that, if you're a night owl who's going to bed later, like say 11pm, you probably want a slow start in the morning and you're going to find that you have more energy in the afternoon and early evening. So that afternoon time is where you would do your exercise, socialising and more intense work if possible. And some people are in between. So if you're an in-betweener, you might have an energy peak closer to the middle of the day rather than that morning or late afternoon. And so then it makes sense for you to prioritise your focused work and exercise anytime from late morning into mid to late afternoon. Hopefully it's possible for you to rearrange your work duties to fit with these frameworks. But the key is that everyone's unique and experimenting is the key to remove the overlay of stresses, overwork and responsibility first so that you can figure out what's best for you in terms of your sleep chronotype and how to make that work for you. In summary, sleep chronotypes are about more than just an optimal bedtime, sleep quality and quantity. By understanding and aligning with your sleep chronotype, you can unlock your full potential in terms of your productivity, focus, mental health, motivation to exercise, getting your eating right and maintaining a healthy weight. If you want to discover your personal chronotype and do a deep dive into that area around sleep, plus also the other areas of when's the best time to eat and exercise, what should you be doing at those times, when should you be doing your focused thinking work, when should you be socialising, what's your optimum for those, please get in touch, hit me up on the contact page and I can take you through a personalised assessment to help you figure that out. Once again, thanks for being here and I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.